This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Warrison Wade, Brainy Bob, and Magnanimous Mark. This week, the tear-inducing, tattling tribe compare the tastiest of protein morsels, the most succulent of steaks. Yes, it's time for Rex Chibum, the king of meats. Please prepare thy condiments and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Distractable. Here we discuss anything that interests us and compete to see who can bring the most captivating stories to the table. Whoever brings the most interesting story, as judged by me, will be declared the winner of the podcast and will earn the right to host next week's episode and play the role of judge. Jesus God, that was awful. <laughs> it's a hell of your making. You, you did this. Whenever I called a, a draw, I thought that meant I would get to host again. Why would that no, mean that? That's not what that means at all. Because it didn't, it didn't was supposed to mean that that I just heard. Uh-huh. We tied for winning, not tied for losing. That's not how that works. Yeah. Oh man, man I think we all lost after that intro. Anyway, no, no, go that ahead. Was, yeah. That was cool. I like that. That fun. felt really cool. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So this week is the first joint judging of with which only Wade is a contestant and will be subjected to our harsh criticisms and will be the sole provider of entertainment on this episode here. That means I automatically win though, right? Uh, Not necessarily. No, no, you can be judged to have lost even if nobody (laughs) wins. Wait, if I lose, who hosts? <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to just joint host again and you'll get to experience oh it again until you win one. Look, we never plan ahead ever, and that's not gonna start now. We're gonna bulldoze our way through this, whatever the consequences. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I think that's our slogan here at Distractable. It'll be fine. It's fine. Oh, I thought it was it was probably okay. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. I marked that down. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right. So, Bob, how are you, fellow Judge Bob? Oh, I'm. I get the privilege of small talking first as a judge. I like that. I'm. I'm good. Yeah, sure. It's been good. Cool. It's, the summer's cooling off a little bit. It's not so unbearably hot all the time. Uh huh. You know, it's uh September. Uh huh. Oh wait, uh-huh. we're not supposed to date these. Sorry, this might come out like next year or something. I mean, we're finally kind of <laughs> caught up at this point. We had a lot of backlog episodes of stuff that we experimented on. And unless we have a situation where we're going to like um, do a best of of stuff that we haven't put out because we have some snippets that we've done mm-hmm. for tester stuff, this should be finally caught up and accurate. Not that anyone ever knows that it wasn't. So I should shut up. Deducting five points from myself. I don't get him. <laughs> Wait, you know what? I do have a thing that I know that I saw this week that actually made me laugh. So I've been checking out the subreddit periodically to see what's going on, see what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. There was a thread. Someone was just, you know, the old classic, like, what's your favorite episode? What's your least favorite episode? And I went and I looked at that and I was like, well, everyone's probably going to say the same shit, right? Like people still ask me if my fridge works. That was a long time ago now. And they still ask yeah. constantly. So like, sure, everyone liked the fridge one, I guess that's fine. And I I probably they don't like I don't know one of the early ones one of the ones that it was a long time ago and nobody remembers anymore 
I swear, every answer was different. There were a good number of fridge ones, but there were such a mix. The conversation was just like, someone would start like, oh, I love the fridge one. I didn't like the making a best friends one. And then someone would come in and be like, whoa, that was my favorite one. How did the best friends one was such a weird dynamic. That was funny. And, uh, you know, I didn't like the body odor one. And someone then like... Everyone likes different episodes, and I think uh, that's good. No, that's great. I think so, too, yeah. That means we're making a variety of experiences. I don't know. It was interesting. Uh -huh. Usually everyone, you know, universally likes the only good one and hates all the rest of them in things that are episodic. No, no, no. That's never what it's been about when it comes to content that we create, mm. which is why it's so important that we bulldoze forward and not care what anyone mm -hmm, actually mm -hmm. thinks, and let alone ourselves. So I don't think anything was last week's the only one that was like serious the whole way through. No, we well, maybe. <laughs> okay, did you ingest some helium in between answers? <laughs> hey, don't don't you criticize what me. The... I'm the judge here. Oh, okay, I'm sorry to be. You said that without context, Wade. You realize that that was just Mark trying to remember what the last episode was. Yeah. Because he's been so busy with his own shit. Well, it has to be dreams and nightmares because this is our only draw week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. that. I remember. Some of us have a lot going on, Wade. Yeah. Not me, but Mark does. And you know, I feel like, Wade, if you had been actually scoring throughout the episode, you might not have come to the conclusion of a draw. Oh, you don't know that I wasn't. I mean, you did say that you wasn't, but... Oh, if I said I wasn't, then I definitely wasn't. But I might have been if I didn't say I wasn't. Yep. Hey, how I choose to judge is decided by me. Mm -hmm. Fair. How we choose That's to fair. judge is decided by us. Mm -hmm. So suck Collectively. Yeah, telepathically. Did you know that there's like, nah, I'm not gonna get into it. It doesn't matter. It's not important for this. Expunge the thought that I just said from your brain. Strike it from the record. I'm what was so the thought? curious now. Strike it from the record. There's no record. It's an audio recording. It's just on there now. Strike it. This is not like Strike the 70s the where you could snip that little bit of tape out and then glue it together. No such thing. There's someone that is transcribing every word that we say. I struck the audio. Did you hear That's it? It's their hobby. Is that who the fourth person is in the Discord that's always there? They're just transcribing <laughs> all conversations. Yeah, I was always curious about that guy. Did one of us invite them or? I thought you guys just hopped on like on your phone too or something. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was, that's not you guys. It's a little concerning. Who the fuck is here with us? Oh, they just left. Hello? Okay. Well, that's weird. I guess we're safe now. Nothing bad will happen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, wait, are you ready to be your, uh, provide us with entertainment with your regalings of stories? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, today's topic. Wait, I don't do that. Uh, I'm ready to. Uh, yeah, whatever I'm supposed to do today, I'm ready for it. Bob, do you have a topic? I have one if you want. No, yeah, you, you have one. You do it. I always just make mine up on the spot. That's why they're so bad. Okay, cool. I think this one would be perfect for Wade. And it's something that I think is pretty common for everybody. Everyone has a story that could relate to this in one way or another. I hope I have none to make it really awkward. Well, you might, you uncultured swine. Oh. But it all comes down to food. I think food is an incredible topic. Whether it's great food that you've had across the world, oh, no. different cuisines, like everyone has a wide berth of different types of foods that they enjoy and love. And also people have had bad experiences with food, with just like the most god-awful food you've ever had in your life. Whatever it is, good or bad, Wade, I would love to hear your stories or stories on the internet of the tastiest foods, the best foods, the most diverse food experience you've ever had. Great restauranting opportunities and or bad experiences of places of food that you will never go to or return ever again. I'm mentally preparing myself for Wade's story about how buffalo wings and rings is the best food that Wade has ever eaten in his life. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a place in Fairfield, Ohio called Buffalo Joe's that's a step up. Oh, okay. Buffalo oh, Joe's is the God. superior. Got it. Got it. How good are the onion rings, Wade? I'm sure that's... I get fries. Oh, you are uncultured uh -huh. swine. God, I hate this place. But uh -huh. they do have have these cheesy breadsticks that are just like so big and thick and delicious and you break them and you dip them and they're uh -huh. so good anyway i'm sure you've got more interesting stories than that does our experience include like service like good and bad service from waiters and waitresses sure, sure. that's sure. part of Look, it do you think that there's a their limitation on any of these yeah Bob, is there a limitation on any of these? Uh, I mean, I'd prefer it if we stuck pretty strictly to the proposed topic, but I suppose yeah. small divergence for pertinent side stories may be appropriate. Mm. What's this podcast called? I don't know. I don't remember. Highly focused? <laughs> <laughs> like test group. What was it? It was a focus group. <laughs> focus focus <group>. testing. <laughs> Dude, if we were going for an ironic name, the focus group yeah, would yeah, be yeah. 
a banger of title. Oh, it's too late. We're pretty much committed to the dumb one. So all right, fine. wait, no, but we're claiming focus group as a podcast name for a future podcast. I'm claiming that. that's our second podcast that we make in a couple of years where we shock people with how intensely focused we can be if we want. Oh my to God. Be. What if that's like the bonus content like podcast <laughs> or the name of the bonus content we put out like focus testing or focus group mm. try hard <laughs> PVP podcasting. Oh, oh man. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, so what do you got, Wade? Got some tasty nums? All right, I'm going to go ahead and just throw out the one that everyone's waiting for at the beginning. The fact that my entire life, I have not really found much Mexican food that I've enjoyed. And I know it's like the most popular food type and everyone loves it and everyone loves to rag on me for not liking it. But the thing that comes to my mind the first time people bring up food people love and hate is the fact that every time, virtually every time I either meet somebody new or someone that I know doesn't know that I don't like tacos and stuff, the first <laughs> thing they say is, oh, you've just not tried a real one. Mm -hmm. Every single time. You've not been to a real Mexican restaurant. And then I'm notoriously taken to what they consider to be a real Mexican restaurant or they home uh -huh. cook it. And they hand me a taco or an enchilada or a burrito or whatever. I take a bite. It tastes like rotting rectum. And then they're like, oh, well, I must, I must have, I don't know, been a bad batch or something. Well, there's always an excuse. I'm just not, I'm not allowed to not like Mexican food. And I'm glad everyone no, else enjoys it. I am. There is literally no way that you hate all Mexican food. Probably, that's probably true. I, I So I took four years of Spanish in high school. And I actually prepared a couple of Mexican dishes because they had, had a day where we'd like bring something in. And I made this dish called called uh, pollo con piña, I think. It's like chicken and pineapple. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I made it right, but I made it and it tasted really good. It was almost like a, if I remember right, that was like 15 years ago, but if I remember right, it was kind of like a stew almost. Uh -huh. That was really good. But whenever people think of Mexican food for me to eat, it's always the, you have to like tacos. It's always tacos. That's the main one is if, if I'm not allowed to not like tacos almost specifically. I just mm. want to say this. Go ahead. If you didn't make such a point of saying it, you would have to eat way less tacos in your life. Every time it comes <laughs> up, because they're so universally liked, every time it comes up and you're like, oh, I don't, uh, nah, I don't, I, can we get something else? I don't really like that. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 it's a taco place. You don't like tacos? And you're like, I don't like Mexican. I've never had Mexican food that I like. And people are like, that's not possible. It's bad Mexican food, but there's so, if good Mexican food is so good. If someone was just like, can we get tacos? Mm -hmm. And you were like, guess I'm eating side of rice and some chips and salsa or something like whatever there's got to be something on the menu that you could eat it would not be a thing people eat a normal amount I think of this tacos is a false memory but you always say think... that always inspires people to be like no 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 i know this place i know this place you can't you can't not like these and then it's like you are subjected to way more tacos <laughs> because you always are like oh i hate tacos and everyone's like it's not possible and then they force you to eat I them. think this is a false memory. I don't think I bring it up as often as everyone else thinks I do. Someone always does bring it up, but it's usually not me. That's true, actually. No, that's you brought it up today. No, that is true, though. You brought it up. Well, I br It's the topic today. I said food. I totally have memories of, like, tour stuff. Or, like, ha like when we were in L.A. before prepping for the tour. And someone was like, well, let's just get, like, Chipotle catering or something. There's a big group. Let's just and you didn't say a word. And someone was like, oh, wait hates Mexican food. Look at it. And it started yeah, a whole that's thing. That's what usually happens. 
I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's actually. true. Okay, that's true. But you did start off this one like, all right, I know where mm -hmm. this is going. Okay, Mexican food. You brought up hating food, and I figured if I got this out of the way early, I could have good topics by the end, but I wanted to get this one out there. No, no, you know everyone listening at home is frothing at the mouth being like, no, no, you haven't tried real. Like, this is the new Bob's Fridge. You're going to have people constantly just like bashing down your door to get you to try their grandma's Mexican food because it's unbelievable. You have a P.O. box, Wade? I know. Everyone's got the best Mexican food. I've just, the 500 times I've had to try it, it's always been the wrong place or the, you know, the, maybe the shells were too old or, you know, I don't know, maybe the, the human feces they had to supplement instead of the cheese wasn't as good as the usual. Okay, see, that's getting offensive is what that is. That's insulting to the Mexican people. That's, the thing, that's offensive. It's, it's fair of you to say like, oh, well, you know what? It's cilantro or cumin because those are things. It might be, I don't know. Cilantro is scientifically, I don't know scientifically, but it's been shown that people either really like cilantro or it tastes like soap or something. And same with cumin. I totally get cumin yeah. to some mm -hmm. people tastes like like dirt or something. It doesn't taste good. It tastes bad. If you said it in a respectful way, people yeah. would be like, oh, mm. well, that makes sense. Like every Mexican restaurant puts it's just a shit ton of cilantro and cumin on like everything on the menu. So, but you're always like, oh, well, they must make it with diarrhea. They must grind up their guinea pigs and they leave the bones in and then they season it with the shit from all the babies in the world. And it's like, wait, why are you being so fucking rude? If you just said it in a respectful way, it would be way less of a visceral yeah. response. I guarantee. Yeah, he's not wrong. I think it's the world has jaded me into like the hatred of it that I have because of how no one has ever been just like, oh, you don't like Mexican? That's, all, that's cool. Do this. It's always like, you don't like what? Yeah, well, it's really good. So something must be wrong with you. It's always like, especially with a group of people I don't know. If like, you know, they're like, oh, do you want to have something from this taco place? I'm like, ah, I'm not really a big fan. Like, no, I try to keep it like somewhat calm and respectful, but like their response is always, always blown out of proportion. And one of those people I know, yeah, I'll talk about human feces all day. I don't give a shit. But with new people, I do try to be like, eh, I, you know, if you guys want to get that, that's fine. I'll, I'll find something on the menu uh, or I'll, you know, I can order from somewhere else. And, oh, no, no, no. What do you mean? Wait, you're one of those taco haters. I've heard about your con and it's like oh jesus god <laughs> i can't wait to pop into one of your streams now after this episode Please. and just no. people talking about this you're one of those taco haters <laughs> like i just can't wait all right okay okay so mexican food aside i mean we could isolate the common denominator of you cooking it versus someone else cooking it but we won't get there let's just say okay mexican food that's it's not an interesting topic it's not a good place to go there's no stories there it's all just pain for you and we don't want to bring up the painful memories well now that we finished the topic i'm glad that we're not going there yeah you don't have to talk about that again <laughs> but thank you for Ever. feeling for yeah, thank you for sharing. We are burying that subject once and for all. No one will mention it ever again. I've got two things I think of for food experiences that were just like beyond amazing. Oh, five points for honesty. Thank you. I think food experiences for me personally, two of the ones that jump out were the first time we went to, I think, Fogo de Chao. I knew that would be one of them. All you can eat. Mm. Getting oh, yeah. high quality meat, an unending amount was a life changer for me because I eat a lot of food. I think there's a picture out there somewhere. I don't know if it's on the internet or if just someone has it. I have one. Where we were eating a big group at a Fogo de Chao and everybody, literally everyone at the table, we had like 14 people at this table, were done eating. Mm. and they were like ready for dessert and then there's like a picture of me with my plate and it is a mound of meat and i still <laughs> was asking for more and i ate through like all of it but i kept eating for like half an hour after everyone else was done and this wasn't like i was waiting on my food this was just i would not stop eating i remember very specifically that because I took that exact picture. Oh, was it because you? Because it was at the Fogo de Chao in San Diego while we were on the West Coast leg of the tour. Uh -huh. We were like, everyone, the crew and everyone that was there, Mandy and Molly and, and Amy and everyone that was there, we all went out. It was a big table, like you said. You had, at this point, we had been at the restaurant for like a normal amount of time to where it was time to like have a coffee, pay the bill and get out of there. <laughs> you had more meat on your plate than anyone else had eaten during the entire duration of the meal. <laughs> it's not like, 
Was this a place where they carry around huge, like five pound hunks of like whatever, like sirloin and racks of things, and it's huge, right? Big piles of meat. It's not like you had a plate where every square inch was covered with one layer of meat. Your meat was stacked up six or more inches on top of your plate. You had like a jello mold of meat. <laughs> Sitting on top. And I want to say, and you ate it all. For the record, and I can't believe I'm you not did. a slow eater. This was not because I was eating no, slowly. You ate a lot before that, and you ate sides. <laughs> there's like a cold salad bar, and there's like hot side. All the potatoes, yeah. You ate everything, dude. I am big. I'm a big like overweight guy. I eat a lot. I could pound, you know, a couple cheeseburgers. I could, I could do work. I could eat a bunch of chicken wings. I was sitting there watching you eat, and I was like, oh. Oh, there's no way he's going to eat all Oh my God, he's eating all that. Oh, what is this? It's not possible. Me, a guy who's eating like a whole large pizza in like one sitting and been like, yeah, I'm going to have some dessert. It's fucking unbelievable. And you're skinny. I mean, you know, you're not like super ripped workout guy, but you're a skinny dude. You're tall and skinny is how I would describe you. And you eat like if you eat like a monster. And I don't understand it. I'm glad you enjoyed it, but holy shit, is it impressive to watch. God, it's true, because anyone at home listening who's been to a Brazilian steakhouse, you have to understand that when you have a table of that size, there are constantly people at the table offering meat. It's not like if you're there with four people or like a family or just two people where they come around every like three, four minutes, a new person comes around. There was always someone orbiting our table with a stick full of meat. And Wade said yes every time. He would beckon them from across the table. Oh, Oh yeah, over here, top sirloin. Yeah, yeah, me, me. He would like, I, I was talking to him like across the table and I'd see like half of the time he was looking at me, half the time he was scanning the room for the next meat that was incoming. Like his eyes just like. They have like 16 cuts of meat. If I miss one person, I might miss that cut. If you've never been to a ste uh, this Brazilian steakhouse, it's one of those things too, where there's not like, you know, 50 staff people. There's like maybe seven or eight guys who bring the meat around. Yeah. So they bring different stuff, right? They come out, they go back to the kitchen, they get something. They all got to know very quickly <laughs> that they fucking better stop by Wade and give him at least two pieces. Most of the time, like Mark was saying, they come out and they're like, hey, you want some? This? You want to And then people are like, nah, not that. No, nah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Every time they're like, we got to go to this guy. And of course, Wade was on the end of the table near the wall. I remember we were sitting on the end of the table and you were on the very corner seat right up against the wall. So they had to come around behind you and like reach out. Those guys saw a real show that day. I wonder if there's ever an occasion where one of them ran out of meat just before they got to Wade and, you know, they saw the death in his eyes and they were like, oh, 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 I'll go get some more. Break some wings. Break some chicken Break wings. wings. <laughs> I actually eat less chicken wings than everything else there, I think, uh -huh. but the chicken wings are really good. They're the chicken good. wings are good. I just wish at the end of that, they saw all the meat in the plate and you know at some point those guys were like, he's not going to eat all that. We're just going to throw that away. That's wasteful. Mm -hmm. And you polish that shit off. And then one of them just comes out of the kitchen with this huge crown and just sets it on your head and the whole staff circles around the table and they do a little dance and sing and there's a drum and then they walk away and you just win. You just win Brazilian Steakhouse. For 30 years, we've held on to this crown, never expecting anyone to wear it. It's sort of a gimmick. We had this crown as like king of meat. You know, no one will ever accomplish enough to be king of meat. But then we saw what you did today. And our manager was like, he's, he did it. He's the king. Give him the crown. <laughs> you know, actually those swords that they have, they just have a big meat pit in the bottom of their restaurant. <laughs> they just open it up wherever they find one of these. They'll ask Wade to go to the back and pull the giant sword that's in the middle of it. Like, if you are truly the king of meat, pull the sword from the meat and you shall be crowned. The next, the next time you go to a Fogo, they see you and, and there's like whispers. Everyone kind of looks at you and you're like, oh, shit. That's weird. That's awkward. Maybe they recognize us. You know, maybe they from the podcast. Maybe they listen to the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> and then you sit down and you're eating your meal. You eat your ungodly amount of meat. At some point, out of nowhere, a cage falls from the sky and you're trapped. <laughs> and then they bring you back into the meat pit and they chuck you in there and lock the door. And they're like, we throw meat down here when it's the end of the day. Okay. Extra stuff, stuff that's been out for too long. This is where we get rid of it. You eat it now. <laughs> you get rid of that for us. Okay. <laughs> That's your job. 
You live here. Oh God. A side thing from what you just said, but I yearn for the day where someone is recognized purely for their podcast voice. Like they've never <laughs> seen this person's face, but they're like, wait a minute, hang on. Say tacos full of baby poop one more time. Wade, it's you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Anyway, Wade eats a shit ton of meat. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So Molly and I just celebrated uh, nine years together, and we went to um, an expensive place. We went to one of uh, Jeff Ruby's places in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you guys have never been there, eaten there, it's expensive. For two people to dine there, it's anywhere from, if you get like a you know expensive steak, whatever, it's like two to $300 for two people to dine there before tip. Mm hmm it's pricey i've been there like i can count on one hand the number of times i've been there total in my entire life but we went there for our uh, anniversary dating anniversary not wedding and uh we each got a 12 ounce filet molly didn't want a 12 ounce filet she's like i just i kind of want a smaller one. i was like no get the 12 ounce <laughs> so, we're eating we get an appetizer we get they bring out like these three big meatballs and i eat two of the three meatballs mm -hmm. i eat half a loaf of bread yeah then they bring out the steaks and the sides and i eat my full 12 ounce mm -hmm. molly eats maybe like four to five ounces of her 12 ounce and then i get it and i didn't eat the whole thing i actually saved a little bit of it what well for her to have his leftovers because we had a little bit leftover sides for the record i could have eaten everything but she really likes their mac and cheese and uh i knew she would want some later so i didn't finish the mac and i was like well maybe she'll want some potatoes and like a bite of steak so i saved her like a rabbit's helping of food but I ate my steak, which is a 12 ounce. I ate at least half of hers, which is probably, let's call it six. That is how fractions work. So I think I ate 18 ounces of meat, plus the two meatballs, mm -hmm. plus, you know, probably half to three quarters of the potatoes and, and mac. And then we got like a, a dessert brought out to us because it was our anniversary. They brought us out like this little free dessert, which was cool. And then we ordered a dessert. And after all of that, I was like comfortable, not stuffed, but comfortable. And uh, 18 ounces of meat without including the meatballs. And like I said, these are big meatballs. These are, I don't know how to quantify the weight of a meatball, but I mean, it's about the size of a normal filet, I guess the meatball would be. Mm -hmm. So I ate a lot of food and was still comfortable. <laughs> I, I, I could still do it, but I'm trying to say I've not lost my touch. Okay, three points for your incredible self-control. I think that's respectable. <laughs> Thank you. Self-control in you, I've never imagined. But also just like, it doesn't sound like it was that much self-control. You left her two ounces is what your math works out to. It's like, she ate four, you ate six. She kind of nibbles though. Molly's not a person who Does eats two ounces. a big meal. Yeah. Uh -huh. I eat a big meal. Molly nibbles throughout the day. So for like that, that's like a helping for her. <laughs> You hand her the leftover two ounces like, hey, you, uh, you're going to eat good tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> to paint the picture honestly, she kept putting the other bit of steak back on my plate to like, tell me to finish it. And I was like, no, no, I'll save some for you or the pups or whatever. I like to imagine that scenario. You're sitting there and you're looking at one bite of steak on your plate and like three noodles with some mac and cheese sauce on them and stuff. Mm. And you sit there and you think to yourself like, you know what? It's been nine years. I can do this for her. And you, and you scoop all these little tiny single bites of food into a sad little mostly empty container and you hand it to her and you're like, hey, babe, happy nine years, you know, I did this for you. So not to burst the bubble, but they actually box it for you there. Oh, um, your vision's ruined. I will say, though, that the to-go box is very sad looking because it's so empty. There's so little in it. All right. Okay. Good work, bud. All right. You did it. So I, I just looked this up because I, I don't... Have you ever thought about competitive eating? Yes. Wade. Dude. Oh, Wade. Okay. Okay. Bob also? I have not because like I can eat a lot, but like I've watched like twice in my life, I've watched like the hot dog eating contests. Mm -hmm. where the people put down like 50 hot dogs or whatever. And honestly, after two hot dogs, I'm very done with hot dogs. I can't even come close on that. And I was like, you know, if I can't what? even eat more than that, I don't know that I can do it with anything else. But steak is a maybe. I've seen you eat a quarter of a cow and you can't <laughs> eat more than two hot dogs? I don't know. I think after a while, after eating enough hot dog, I start to not enjoy the taste of hot dogs anymore or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's like I can only handle so much of it before like hot dogs itself start making me feel like I'm not enjoying what I'm eating anymore. Okay, okay. Mm. All right. How do you feel about sushi? Not a fan. All right. I like fish, right. but um, I've not had. I've I've only tried sushi twice, uh -huh. and neither time did I really enjoy what I tried. I have the ultimate challenge for you. The ultimate challenge. Great. In Lebanon, Ohio, right nearby, there's a place called Roll On In, and it is sushi burritos. Ooh, that's good. It is a six-pound sushi roll 
Well, five pound monster burrito sushi roll served with two orders of crab rangoon. You have 30 oh. minutes to finish everything and you'll get a free meal, free t-shirt, and you'll be on their wall of fame. How many points could I give you right now to go take this challenge? Everything about what you described eating are things I don't eat. Oh, like God. crab rangoons? <laughs> crab rangoons? They're delicious. I don't know if I've ever had that. It's like a crispy, deep fried crab mixed with cream cheese in a crunchy wonton. It's delightful. It's delightful. Uh, crab and lobster are two things I've not, they're okay. I don't ever go out of my way to have them. Mm -hmm. But sushi and burrito also, the, those words combined don't sound like my kind of thing. Dude, look at the picture. I put a picture in the Discord. You'll love it. Let me see. God, jeez, that's big. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the one for me. Now, if you say like the eight porterhouse challenge where I'm going to eat like eight porterhouse steaks, like that one I would take. Uh huh. Well, okay. The reason I bring this up is because food challenges aren't always about those hot dog eating contests. There are restaurants. There's actually a website called foodchallenges.com where you can search down to your very city. I'm going to put another one here that you okay. might be more about which is the sammy's burger challenge <laughs> what is that burger okay chat chat audience chat, my esteemed chat. guests podcast <laughs> listeners viewers yeah. chat we call them chat that's fair <laughs> They're probably chatting to each other out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's how honest my reaction was to seeing this. The, I am a tall person, and this burger is probably still the height of my elbow to, like, my fist. It looks like four half-pound burgers. Each patty is, like, multiple inches thick. Each patty is at least an inch and a half to two inches thick. That's a pound. Those are pound patties. Ooh, those are pound patties? Oh, oh pound man, that's patties. four pounds of beef on that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, quadruple patty burger. They might be three quarters of a pound, but it's pretty damn close to a pound. Like They are big. And they're separated by, like, I don't know, are those bacon flaps? Egg, cheese, bacon. They're, like, thick layers. It's not, like, two slices of bacon. It's like if you made a basket weave of bacon and put it in is what it looks like it's a lot of thick bacon between mm. each patty yeah i feel my heart stopping just on the amount of cheese i see <laughs> oh it's not even that <laughs> there's not even cheese sauce on that bad boy yeah, get out of no. here what are you talking about oh Come my god on. my favorite of the food challenges is where it's something like this right it's like a ridiculous burger or like it's a it's a nachos or something because I, I, so there's a show called Man vs. Food. Mm -hmm, there was, yeah. I think there still is. I like that show. I always thought I would be an excellent host, but I'm kind of not the right image, right? The guy on that show was kind of like a chubby guy sometimes, but mm -hmm. he's kind of, he is kind of fit. If I was on that show, everyone would just be like, oh, gross, fat guy eating lots of food. Yuck. <laughs> Don't want to see that. But on that show, they always show how they prepare it. And my favorite is when it's like, okay, it's two pounds of beef in a burrito with six avocados and like, you know, like two cups of salsa, all this shit. And then they put it in a basket. It's like this huge burrito, the size of a small dog. And then they're like, then we put four scoops of queso over it. And it's just like a, it's like a huge, like soup burrito queso. <laughs> like, oh God. I look at those and I'm like thick. Thick blood, thick, slow blood, thick, bad slow things, blood. things are happening inside me. I'm dying actively as I watch this. Yeah. This burger looks, you know, big. Mm. I can do it. I'm not sure. I feel like on a good day where I had nothing to eat. Well, that's a trick, right? Because it's not about not eating because that actually causes your stomach to shrink. You got to yeah, like, yeah, keep your stomach big, yeah. but then keep it empty at the right time. Yeah, pound water to stretch it out or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not like a big eater. I love food and I can eat a healthy amount, but nothing compared to like competitive eaters. Yeah. Looking at that. I could eat half of that burger, probably no problem. I don't know about the whole thing. You guys watch Matt Stoney on YouTube? Oh, yeah, Matt Stoney. Matt Stoney does crazy competitive eating stuff. The saddest thing is when he does, like, random fast food things. Mm -hmm. and he doesn't let the stuff cool down. Yeah. I think he did the KFC one, a KFC video, where he ate just, like, you know, everything on the menu or something. Mm. It was all fried chicken, and it was all hot as shit. Yeah. You could see he was like, all right, now I'm eating this chicken sandwich, and he takes a bite, and it's, like, steaming hot. Uh -huh. And he's like, can't slow down. <laughs> like scorching my esophagus. Oh my God. This is no. for the content. No. <laughs> poor guy. I mean, poor guy. He also just like, his videos get crazy views. Like, no. Oh, yeah, it's views. insane. Yeah. He's like a tiny little dude. I don't know how he doesn't. I guess he, you know, is otherwise healthy, except for what he eats 20,000 calories in 45 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
and and like he's skinny he's like a small dude he's not yeah. huge it's kind of crazy what he's able to like put away i i don't think he's like considerably tall but he's just like this kind of skinny guy like your stomach at some point when does it burst when does it just blam well that's what the esophagus is for it's to hold the food that can't make it to the stomach yet <laughs> it's entirely possible to rupture your stomach doing that it's actually like a very serious thing because then like you know stomach acid and stuff gets on the outside of your organs which is bad i'm pretty sure you just die if your stomach explodes you were pretty much guaranteed to get sepsis from that i think yeah. Which is something that happens right before you die in a lot of medical dramas that I watch. Mm -hmm. So yeah seems bad yeah seems bad because i don't know how they put your stomach back together once it explodes i i just had a vision i don't know why because we're talking about this of a special podcast episode where we go to a restaurant and record a podcast where one of us does one of these food challenges mm -hmm. but so like two of us are just talking like wow that's a big plate of nachos and and the third audio is just me just like <laughs> oh it's, it's kind of spicy <laughs> but it's an audio podcast right so you don't get to see anything Right, like right, at the right. end, you could, were just like, hey, he did it. <laughs> Let's do two series. Let's do a food tasting series where we have to go and describe the food mm -hmm. without any visual component while one person eats it. And we should do a travel <laughs> series where we go places and have to perfectly describe it. And like oh we're in beautiful Caribbean <laughs> island number two today. Uh, there's sand, water, tree. <laughs> We're just in a sound booth looking at pictures and then in post, there's just like bird sounds and ocean sounds like, oh, I'm putting on some sunscreen. Uh. <laughs> you know, sunscreen sounds. Yeah. Oh man, that's great. I want to do a travel mini series where it's like the travel channels, but there's just no video component. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. That was a good podcast. Yeah, just like ours. Hungry. Just like ours right here. Good podcast. As good or better than this one, guaranteed. Anyway, Wade, minus two points for not taking the challenge. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Have you guys ever done the hot wing challenges anywhere? Oh, Ooh, can't no. do spicy. No. Yeah. I'm okay with That seems with like spicy. you'd be good at that, Mark. You love I mean, spicy shit. No, I don't love spicy shit. I love views and I love getting views. <laughs> uh. or, or more specifically at that point in my YouTube career, I loved views more than I hated spicy stuff. And it's not mm. that I even hate spicy stuff, but when you pound 13 habaneros in an ice bath, you kind of reach peak like capability of handling spiciness for views. You know what I mean? But you, I mean, I guess it was just the way of life at the time. You were doing it not on camera, which seems like a waste if it's just for views. I remember being at your place in no Studio City, maybe or whatever being at one of your apartments in town hanging out filming stuff and you were just doing it for fun while no one was recording it and like i, th I guess maybe you did it and then people would start recording so maybe you still got content out of it uh maybe it i think like it was you were like just doing it i was just training i guess training quote unquote training <laughs> for trying to like handle it i don't know you know i thought it was just fun to be like hey if i do it maybe you guys would want to do it too and then we could all suffer together and like i don't know why i thought that'd be fun <laughs> yeah like eating a bunch of sour candies or something that'd be a really funny video probably it was really and not fun. at all horrifying <laughs> to watch we did a wing roulette video where we got like i don't know like 18 or 24 wings or something and i think six of the wings in there were like atomic it was like from a quaker or something i don't remember like back in the day mm -hmm. but we got um it was like wing roulette where you had the a chance of pulling out a bad one i didn't actually pull out any of the bad ones but i think the problem with that versus just the challenge itself is a lot of the sauce was like toned down a bit from having like the lighter mild or whatever sauce the other wings were like buttering it down a bit i don't think that was a pure thing i've never done a pure hot wing challenge and i don't really want to with you we did the oh god we did that one one button game thing where the loser had to drink a sauce and i remember oh. i won but oh, i was yeah. like eh, i'll drink it anyway i'll be a good sport and i went right. to drink the sauce and it was so thick that my throat refused to swallow it so it just sat there was that on your channel you guys, was that on your channel or my channel i can't remember. i can't remember it was on both you guys did do different ones and then you did you posted them i think on oh, both okay. of your channels oh, right. that was so funny to watch you looked so sad when you were trying to <laughs> choke down the nasty sauce Dude. i was so close to throwing up not because it was spicy but because it was so thick and my throat was like you didn't chew this and my brain was like i don't have to it's liquid and my throat's <laughs> like no 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 that's not liquid 
Oh my god. Oh, do you remember God, you mentioned this at the beginning, but Buffalo Joe's. Do you remember the time where <laughs> Yeah, um, the sauce. I know okay. exactly where you're going. So so I'd never been to Buffalo Joe's. Bob, were you were there, right? This was for the bachelor party, I think. Okay. So Buffalo Joe's is a wing place. It's a, it seems like a pretty normal wing place when you walk in there. You wouldn't expect anything strange. And so when you go to a wing place, I prefer my wings to be extra wet, which means I mean <laughs> lit like have a lot of sauce on them. So I ordered my wings extra wet with a side of sauce because I don't know how much sauce they put and I always err on the side of caution that they're not going to have enough. So after they order, no one suspected a thing like when they were no. like I ordered and no one stopped me like beforehand. No one knew. But Buffalo Joe's gives out their wings in these big metal bowls and they're basically sitting mm -hmm. in a soup of sauce. But normally you can see the wings. They bring out my bowl yeah. and it is a bowl of sauce like to the brim filled with sauce and they set it in front of me and i'm like wait where's my wings and they're like oh no they're in there and then my side of sauce that they get the tiny one ounce little cup of sauce they set by my gigantic gallon bowl good everyone's just laughing at me i'm like how do i get these wings out? we didn't have forks we're talking about a bowl guys this bowl can hold like 30 to 50 wings and it's that big yeah. and mark ordered i don't know like 12 wings or something i don't know how many you ordered a normal I ordered amount. just like a, a normal order 12 to 16 maybe let's say like 10 wings 10 bone and wings whatever yeah yeah but yeah, yeah this bowl can hold probably 30 to 50 wings pretty comfortably and it is just <laughs> filled to the top with sauce from the extra wet but then he ordered a side of sauce and it, you know those little like um papery ketchup like yeah things they have at like fast food restaurants you pull it out and you can squirt the ketchup in and kind of like pry it to make it bigger that's what the side of sauce came in it was the tiniest side of sauce yeah. this might be fabricated because the memory is is a little fuzzy but i have an image of you like it came and everyone had a good laugh and then you were like well this is my lunch so i'm gonna eat this now and i just have an image of you with like your entire hand covered in sauce because <laughs> you were basically trying to find the wings in the huge soup of sauce in front of you what i should have done is just bobbing for wings at that point i should have committed a whole oh, hand no. just dunk my head inside the eyes <laughs> God, the the nose. I would close my eyes. Like that would help. Yeah, if you if you dunk the whole front of your face in oh. some hot sauce. Oh, my eyes burn just thinking about it. And then keep your eyes closed until after you're not in there. That would be fine. <laughs> that wouldn't hurt. Getting like hot sauce in your nostrils and stuff, like two though. It's fine. You go too deep and you angle your nose down and the hot sauce goes down your nose into your sinuses directly. Oh, God. It's fine. Wait, I'm curious, uh -huh. just to try to bring it back. What is an experience with food that isn't Mexican that you've had that was a horrible experience? Whether it's like a service thing okay. or, or something that you would consider to be terrible service. There's one I remember growing up. I was probably junior high, high school age. And uh, the restaurant that you and I and Bob always talked about, well, you and I specifically, Mark, and then Bob was kind of like on the outside. I don't know if Bob ever went to Putters. Do you guys remember Putters? I never went there. I just know about the lesbian bar you guys like to hang out at. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's what he called it back in the day. I don't know. That was the term. I don't remember how that became the term. but I don't remember what happened, but I always thought Putters was a lesbian bar, and apparently I was wrong about that. Why, why was the bar and grill? It's just a wing place. I don't know, man. Some story happened, and that just got set in my mind somehow. I'm not sure. Well, it's gone now, but uh, before it was even Putters, it was a restaurant called uh, Charlie Basil's. And I remember going there with my family, my mom, my sister, my brother. I, I don't remember who all was there. And we sat down and it took forever for the waiter to come out and take our order, get our drinks, whatever. The waiter brought out our drinks. I think our drinks were wrong. So we had to like, oh no, I ordered a Coke, not a Diet Sprite or whatever the hell it was. We ordered our food and uh, I remember the dude took our order, even for the drinks. And after he took our order, he put both of his thumbs up and like backed away. And that's what he did. Every time we talked to him, he would put his two thumbs up and be like, all right. He'd put his two thumbs up and walk away. We ordered our drinks, uh, drinks came out wrong. We ordered our food. 
food came out it was either not right it was missing something it was overcooked all of our food was somehow just not right it was wrong and i remember at this point we hadn't gotten refills i mean we've probably been there for like an hour it took forever for everything we were all upset we were all angry we we're just like i just want to get our food we just want to eat and get out of here and the food came out wrong and the dude came over like how is everything and we're like everything is wrong i don't have my fries that steak's overcooked i didn't even order whatever this is and the dude puts his <laughs> thumbs up and goes the back away and my mom starts to reach for a steak knife and she says if he puts his thumbs up one more time i'm gonna cut those fucking things off and shove them up his ass <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't we didn't order dessert we didn't bother trying but i remember sitting there it had to have been like two hours trying to eat everything was horrible we eventually just like caved in ate whatever we had uh -huh. we never went back there ever again but i will never forget seeing my mom actually contemplating murder she was so angry at this dude yeah. and his goddamn thumbs going up because it was so miserably wrong. You know what I, that makes me think is that guy didn't actually work there. And he was just seeing how <laughs> long he could get away with the ruse. All <laughs> like, the rest of the rest, I was just like, why does this guy keep walking in our kitchen? <laughs> he just never showed any sympathy. He had the same demeanor from the time we arrived to the time where it's like, our drinks have been wrong. We haven't gotten a refill. We've not even seen you in half an hour. Our food came out wrong. The food's overcooked. I'm pretty sure that one just crawled away. And like, no matter what it was, he was even tempered he was happy he was giving us the thumbs up and then he would do that weird back away thing where it's like i'm so cool and hip and it's like i can still picture him and it pisses yes. me off that's exactly what he was thinking you nailed it i'm sure <laughs> what cool and hip person is like i'm gonna just back away <laughs> so cool those thumbs up though but i i've never like, I do have a couple of family members who were like, hmm, I didn't get a refill within like 30 seconds. No tip for you. I know some people like that. Most of my family, thankfully, is not like that. There's maybe two times in my life where I personally had service that was so bad. I was like, this person doesn't deserve a tip. And I think I would still tip them something. I never gave anybody's, I've never given anyone zero. This guy, I don't think I would have tipped. He was the only person in my entire life that was so bad, so uncaring, and just so like, it almost like he was mocking us. Those thumbs mm. by the end of the night was like, I hate you and I'm glad your food was wrong. Like, it was just like, I was seeing red and I'm a very, very calm person who does and get mad at service people i was mm. livid i don't know how to act there's no way i can accurately describe it without you being there as to his like just demeanor and like the cool happy like mm, i got you and then he wouldn't get us mm. <laughs> i'll be right back with that never see it uh, good stuff good stuff have you ever had bad service like that have you guys ever had service that was just so bad it was like it was unbelievable that person exists <sighs> we would love to talk about that mm -hmm. we are the judges mm -hmm. you guys joined yeah. me on the wings and the other topics no that was mm -hmm. not us no no i don't think so no 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 um and, uh minus a point for treating wait staff terribly and not tipping how could you wow yeah well, I didn't pay the bill, so I don't know if we tipped or not. I imagine he was not tipped, but I don't know. In high school, I didn't exactly have a whole lot of money to feed a family with. Yeah. You know, actually, no, I, w I will talk about a terrible food experience that I had in Korea. Because my uh, okay, to preface this, I have to tell you about my mom. And you guys know my mom. You guys have met my mom. For those at home who know my mom, who have heard rumors about my mom, she is just, she's wonderful. <laughs> and um, she's very nice is the <laughs> word i'm looking for here mm -hmm. uh, and she's it's not that she's nice she's trusting right she's a very trusting person so when people are on the street and you come into a new city and they're like hey oh come over here check out my wares check out all my things and korea it's very much like that there's a lot of people that are always like shouting in the streets and like hey come into my restaurant like hey check out my stuff hey check this out and my mom is very trusting so as soon as we get to busan which is like the kind of like city in the southeastern part of the peninsula it's a very like fishing town it's very like much about seafood and you know like a lot of korean like food is about that the drive over was hellish anyway because my uncle drove us and he thinks that speed bumps are suggestions and uh he takes them at the speed limit of which the road was there and oh, here it was crap. 55 miles an hour so we'd be hitting speed bumps at maybe 50 and just like we were in the very back of the truck i can talk about that drive but i won't the restaurant that we get to is literally as soon as we parked my mom heard someone say hey come in a restaurant and decide that we were all going to go in there. So there's some questionable things that were served at this restaurant. The first and foremost of which was scallops served in like this aluminum
aluminum dish with cheese and garlic like on top of it and mm -hmm. like maybe you like seafood maybe that sounds appealing to you it was not the smell was so offensively bad because in Korea like you have a lot of restaurants that have the grill right in the center of the table and that's great I love that so you cook it all ourselves but they did this thing where they take octopus and they take it live and they cut it up right there on the table and so that's what started happening like we had no idea what we ordered because it was a pseudo fixed menu as soon as we sat down it was like food just started going on the table of every variety that we could think of and they just started like slicing up this octopus and then they started like shoving all these oysters on the thing and like putting cheese on all of it because huh. that was just the way that the restaurant did things they ordered for us before we even had a chance to look at a menu $120 equivalent worth of food <laughs> like and just because my mom was trusting and went in this restaurant and apparently like it's a big tourist destination and so like they they get people in the restaurant they'd start giving them food and they start charging for that food like at random to try to rack up the bill as quickly as they could so it was just like we were in there for maybe five minutes and we desperately ran out of the door before they could <laughs> get us any more food without actually eating anything just because they were charging us for every single minute that we were in there by oh trying God. to get us more food it was the most insane experience i'd ever had in my life in terms of like restauranting it wasn't even like the service was bad no they were very fast it was just like the food was a nightmare smorgasbord that you didn't have a choice and that everything was just like i'm not a big seafood guy and just like the concoction of smells was so offensive that i i couldn't i couldn't none of us could stand being in there so we just ran Weird. as quick as we could yeah that sounds awful I, I like some seafood there's some things i don't like but i like a lot of fish and shrimp and stuff like that i've never heard of a place operating like that I, it doesn't surprise me mm -hmm. it, it makes me think of whenever we were in uh, europe for the the tour and uh, we went to see the eiffel tower yeah. and it was like an assembly line of people like forcing shit on you mm -hmm. if you're going to see the eiffel tower everybody stay away from it don't go up right to it there were people like tying stuff on my wrist and they're like oh you gotta buy that here have my cd you gotta buy that here sign this paper oh yeah you owe me money like they were just it was non-stop i've never heard of an actual experience like that with food which i'm surprised i haven't oh that's funny that you mentioned it because someone came into the restaurant with the, like a bunch of jewelry on their wrist exactly like that and being like hey you should check all this stuff out and my mom being the trusting oh, person no. went like oh yeah no show me what you have hey and leaned over to me hey do you have cash i want to buy this like immediately oh, and then no. the people in the restaurant had to chase this guy out because they're like hey get the fuck out of our restaurant these are our rubes here <laughs> we're taking this yeah, it was so fun i loved it i don't know what i would do i, I guess i'd do the same thing you guys did just be like I, i'm leaving i'm out did you end up paying before you left for any of it or like what? oh yeah no no we paid yeah we we had to pay i think they would have yeah they wouldn't have liked it if we didn't pay this blows my i wonder how much food they've like wasted from people just be like no no i guess they people are smart enough not to go there unless they're tourists right at least it's a tourist place yeah hopefully no, only no idiots wander in there yeah only idiots mm -hmm. bob do you have a favorite mm -hmm. worst experience with food i don't really have like an atrocious service story i do have a really disappointing this is sort of like a like a deeply disappointing in just a sad way sort of experience manny and i lived in alexandria virginia for one summer mark you remember you were trapped there yes. for a brief time I was um trapped there yes <laughs> and it's right next to washington dc right so we spent a lot of time going into dc to see like the monuments and the the memorials and and the smithsonians and and when you're doing that there's not a lot of like restaurants around those areas dc is very sort of segmented and the part where all the cool stuff is the cool you know monuments and museums and stuff there's no restaurants and so there was one time my parents, I think, were in town and we were at one of the Smithsonian's and it was like we were there all morning walking around, got worked up an appetite. And it was lunchtime. And we we're like, OK, well, there's a cafe in the Smithsonian, but they just, you know, they have like sandwiches and chips and but there's food trucks outside. And uh, we're, we're all like ready for a good hot meal. And we go outside and look and survey the food trucks. There's a bunch of options. And there's, you know, the usual sort of food truck fare, like taco truck and like panini hot sandwiches. There's all this stuff. My parents pick one. It turned out to be really delicious. They got their food and it looked fantastic. And we just sort of sat outside the museum on like the steps and ate it. It was very good. Manny and I looked and looked and looked. And there was an Indian food truck that had like you know, some pretty basic stuff on the menu and sounded good and had a long line. So we were like, good, that's a good sign. 
It's annoying, but if it has a long line, it must be good, right? right? And so we picked this, and we're like standing in the line. My parents have their food. They're sitting and eating already, and we're standing and waiting and waiting, and we get to the thing, and we order, and then we're standing off to the side, waiting, waiting. Orders are coming out, and, and you know, our, we're like packed, super busy, and we're like, all right, cool. Well, it's going to be delicious. Finally, our number gets called up the window. We go and we grab our containers, go sit down, and I don't know if they just like singled us out maybe i was wearing a a t-shirt that offended the chef or something i don't know what happened i can't imagine all those other people had the same experience as us because someone would have lost their shit and gone back and complained that food was just horrendously bad Mm. like have you ever had rice that wasn't it was only like 75 percent cooked or it's kind of like kind of cooked rice but there's still like water like liquid in it and it's just kind of like wet (sighs) gross that was the rice with a bunch of coriander pods in it which is gross because they weren't cooked and they were just like big crunchy thing and then the other side of the tray which was supposed to be like the you know chicken tikka masala or whatever it was just Mm. bits of disgusting like hard chew chicken floating in orange water that had no flavor Uh, and i don't know what happened why were 50 people waiting in line for this food truck that was serving garbage i can't and like and it was it was outside the smithsonian's right it's a monopoly it was like 25 bucks for two lunches and two drinks Mm. it was like pretty expensive and at that point we were in grad school this was a summer internship situation we were broke that was a good amount of money that we spent. And we are like, well, it's going to be good. And just that was just the saddest, like, ugh, I got to eat some of this. I'm really hungry, but this is disgusting. Eat as much as you can. Okay, let's go back in the museum. You guys want to look at some fucking gemeralds? You guys want to look at the biggest sapphire pillow cut in the Western Hemisphere? Cool. Great feeling good like it was just so disappointing for the entire rest of the day mm-hmm. but like the service i mean they seem fine i don't know i don't have any like crazy ass service stories but that was yeah. that was deeply saddening just that yeah. unsatisfying I, I, I will tell you like a story of joy that came out uh while i was still in korea uh, funnily enough one of the best restaurant experiences i had in korea was immediately after that terrible restaurant i just told you about so it's midnight right in busan so a lot of places are closed and we just are wandering the back alleys trying desperately to find a place to eat because we're all starving we got to busan after a five-hour drive no food on the way down the restaurant was terrible we didn't really eat anything so we find this one place and it's like back alley back alley like you know the back rooms level of back alley we took like 15 turns to find this place it's so far off the street we have no idea how we even got there and uh there's this like these two korean ladies that are just about to close up shop and we desperately go up like my mom goes up and my uncle goes up and like please can you make us something to eat we're so desperate and they pause and they look at us and then they go like yeah sure come on in or whatever the korean equivalent of that is so they turn their lights back on they go put their hats and aprons back on and they fire up the stoves and they make just this incredible dumpling soup that just like i don't know if it was because i was so hungry but it was legitimately one of the best soups like dumpling soups i've ever had and what's even crazier is my uncle's friend he leaves halfway through to go somewhere we don't really know i'm focused on eating and then i hear him like shout like happily behind and i turn around and he has two chickens in his hands like freshly plucked chickens in his hand and the people in the kitchen go like oh yay chicken and they're like he brings it back to the kitchen and they throw it in the stove and 10 minutes later they bring out like perfectly cooked chicken and it's just like oh my god it was amazing it was fantastic and it all cost like i don't know the equivalent 20 bucks like it was so good and you know they don't tip in korea but man i really wanted to leave them because it was it was just such a pleasant special experience and they brought out all these side dishes throughout they just like food food endless amounts of food it was great I'm so hungry now. This episode is annihilating my hunger. Yeah. Well, I think we can wrap it up here, Bob. You yeah. render some final judgments here. Uh, well, you gave some points. Uh, I, I was sort of quietly keeping track. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, I won. Right? <sighs> well, we don't know. I that. have to subtract some huge amount of points for the fact that you don't like tacos. Okay. Oh, God. Right. Here we God, go. What's wrong? The. I know. I know a place you have to try. No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't know. I, I, we had a good time, you know? It was pretty cool, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess I would vote for either Wade 
or Mark to win this one? Because that last story you told really warmed my heart. I could kind of envision that. That was like a scene from a movie that just sounds delightful. Yeah, it was delightful. I hereby declare I take credit for Mark's last story. That's not how this works. But I'm going to let okay. Mark pick. Well, see, the thing was, I was debating between you or Wade to mm. win. Because you really swept it with that last Paris thing because it reminded me of Paris. And I wasn't able to go out restauranting at all. So, like, to hear a story about you exploring really made me feel like I was there. So that was very special. Interesting. Um, I can be the tiebreaker. Let me choose here. I got this. You're not a judge. Okay. Yeah. Just going by the points alone. I gave five early on, then three for something else. I subtracted two for, I, I don't know, maybe like not liking Mexican food or something like that. And then I subtracted one at some other point for probably just general crassness and insulting of the judges. And then there's minus some huge amount from you. So... I think that kind of puts him into the negative a little bit. Mm. Great mm. for golfing. Mm. How about we flip a coin? Heads I win, tails you lose. Heads I win, tails you lose. Okay, that sounds good. I'll flip a coin. Okay, flip a coin. And flip a coin. Heads I win, tails you lose. Uh, Tails you lose. You or me. I mean, you flipped it, so I guess. I flipped it. I lose. Tails you lose. Okay, you lose. All right. Uh, so does that mean we have to flip between Mark and I now? Yeah. Bob, you flip a coin. Okay. Between me and Mark or between you and All right. Bob? I also got tails uh i guess that means i lose mark loses i lose okay all right so by process of elimination that's wade that loses or wins i would congratulations say... wade oh never mind yeah wade wins yeah i would say wade wins all right congratulations wade you won you earned this i am stunned i'm shocked but i couldn't think of a more deserving person thank you so much you're welcome we are fair here so congratulations and give your speech, I guess. Well, just like in our experiences at Fogo de Chao, when it comes to food, nobody tops the amount I can take. And when it comes to uh, poop, after the food, no one can top the amount I can dish out. Thank you guys for listening. and Thank you for giving me the opportunity in the podium. Bob, would you like to simultaneously close this one out? Yes, I think we can definitely do that and it will be good. Thank, Thank you, you every so much, much for, much for listening, listening to, to this episode, this episode of Jesus. Distractable. Distractable. Would well, like to, to thank, thank me. Our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. and, and all of all you. All of you. Make, make sure, sure to subscribe to, to this podcast on all your, your favorite podcast apps. apps. Podcast, podcast out! out.